All right, all right. We are Willem and Annika from the Mission Trekkers. Welcome to the podcast, Travelling Friends of Oz, where we have a chat to other travellers around Australia about their travels, their tips, experiences and more. In this episode, we're going to be speaking to Emily and Simon from Doing It Differently. And yeah, we're excited to hear about the tips and advice that they have for other travellers around Australia. Simon and Emily, thanks for joining us. How are you guys? Great. Yeah, Yeah, good. good. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Where are you guys in Australia right now? Uh, Victoria, currently. Okay. In Ocean Grove. Yeah. Um, How long have you guys been travelling? Um, we've just finished 11 months. 11 months oh, wow. on the road, yeah. yeah. Yep, awesome. And have you kind of like gone a lap or has kind of COVID kind of stopped <clears throat> you to from? Um, so we've followed the coastline. So we left Victoria 11 months ago and went along the east coast and we followed that coastline right around Australia. So. Yeah, okay. Wow. Pretty cool. That's cool, yeah. So um, I guess like the big question that we usually start with is just, question. yeah, it's just like how, like who is Simon and Emily, Emily and a little bit about yourselves, I guess, and how your travel started. You can answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I'm Emily, um, a qualified primary school teacher. Um, and decided to hit the road when, I suppose, when we had our first son, so he's nearly six. Um, it was really important to me to get on the road before he was in school. So mm. that was kind of our goal, to prepare ourselves um, pretty much as soon as he was born. I was starting to think, how can we make this possible um, with that deadline to do it before he, he reaches school? Yeah. 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 And you, Simon? <laughs> what did you, what did um, you do? So I'm a <laughs> carpenter by trade. Um, <laughs> been in site managing role for the last three and a half years before um, setting off on our travels. And yeah, we just we love outdoors, basically us yeah. too. So the whole get on the road thing was right down our alley. We yeah. we loved it. So you said um, that you wanted to do it before you, your son's already six, so you would have done that, or have you only just started the 11 months ago, like you said before? Is that when you actually started? or? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah we took off 11 months ago, yep. Yeah. And I actually did homeschooling on the road with him. Yeah. Um, so just him starting prep, I just did the basics and um, did it here from our caravan. So, Yeah. Amazing. That's interesting because we're we're researching that now, <laughs> and there's a lot of yeah. different information out there. Yeah, and I think every state as well. Every state's got their regulations and things like that. Um, I'm not one to go. I'll homeschool. Um, we do. We're a DIY family, but the homeschooling thing scares me a little. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I've actually enrolled uh, our little one into School of Air here in WA, and she's going to be receiving all these things we'll still be home like we'll have to properly do, do it, it but yeah. I was just I needed something to kind of give me that structure and I can just you know I'm not a teacher so <laughs> I can yep. then follow their guide and and complete the training so I don't know have you got any advice for like people um I guess yeah with the same situation um I suppose just every child is so different mm. um 
he is enrolled in a school in Victoria. So um, as you were saying, each state does it differently. For us, he had to be enrolled in a school. Mm. Um, and then the school was aware that for those 11 months that, um, well, I suppose all of that wasn't yeah, 11 months yeah. worth, yeah, of the actual school term. <clears throat> but they were aware that I was going to be doing things on the road um, with him to support him when he gets back to school. Mm. Um Things like we've got a word wall there. I don't know if you can see it, but um, yeah, we can, tricky to yeah see. we can see it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. So oh, okay. yeah. I just got some some letters from Kmart and um, some blue tack and we just add, added words to the wall as we went around. So things like, you know, the word fish, the word crab, um, things that were relevant to him with his everyday kind yeah. of stuff that we Life were doing. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's smart. Yeah, I think that's good because they can, it's not just, oh, like, where's his word come from? You know, like they can kind of put it with something, which I think. Um, the visual that, that is there as well. Yeah. yeah. Builds yeah. that memory he better. Loved, that's good. Yeah, because we did lots of diving and spearing and fishing. That was his go to, wasn't it? Yeah, like, we'd research the fish or get the ruler out and measure how long it was. Um, research dolphin life and yeah, whales. Facts. Yeah. 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 Just making it part of your every day rather than associating with it mm. as, you know, that sit-down schoolwork. Mm. It, it's that everyday, yeah, hands-on learning. Yeah, I think especially yeah. at that age, we'll, you know, <clears throat> ours will be, she's turning five uh, this Tomorrow. weekend. <laughs> so she'll definitely oh, right. also be at that age where it's more an interactive, and I think that's what they do in school anyways, is, is more the interactive type of learning. It's not so much just sitting down and um you know like high school and and things like that so um yeah I think keeping it more playful and fun for them so that definitely fun learning yeah um obviously your name is doing it differently so I've already heard a few bits and pieces of how you guys are a bit different and obviously if you go onto your social media you can see that you guys are can you explain a little bit yeah can you explain a little bit more like what does that mean for you guys and um I guess it's obviously a brand that you're starting so how do you you know what kind of advice do you give in terms of doing it differently for people yeah for us I suppose it was just a name um initially we were going to do our nine to five differently you know we're not doing our normal jobs um hitting the road but it's quite funny you say that because we get a lot of people asking us and messaging saying what are you doing differently that we're not doing (laughs) (laughs) so um I suppose just, yeah, just a name for us really. And I suppose keeping it just simple. We are really, you know, we've got a simple setup. Yeah, it's a a car and a caravan, but we don't have a lot of the extras that a lot of people have. No, yeah. And I think you can get caught up in thinking you need, you know, X, Y, Z when really Mm. you don't. We've done 11 months. We haven't got an outdoor table and chairs. We haven't Mm. got an outdoor mat for under our awning. Like we really kept it simple and we we wouldn't do it. Yeah, we'd pack up yeah. in 10 or 15 minutes and you watch like friends we met on the road, they'll be an hour later. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they got to pack out the whole eve outside and all so, the backyard. Yeah, that's interesting to yeah. know. So is that like, is there, I know you've kind of messaged me about it, but is there a message, like a reason why you're doing that or is it just because it's simpler to pack up? think because we've done it a lot and we yeah. we know to keep it minimal minimalist or whatever you'd call it yeah you just really don't need much like 
Yeah, I don't know. So where do you guys? Sorry, you go. And they share toys and things like that, so you can really just take. Yeah, the bare 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 minimum. Yeah. Yep. So I'm I'm just thinking like where so if you guys are eating outside or things like that, would you mostly do that inside or how does your I guess routine around that work? Because if you don't have a table and chairs outside, like do you just do it inside or just on the ground? (laughs) Yeah. Well, we've got a club lounge inside our van, so I think um, that's a big advantage that we've got that space to accommodate us all around the table comfortably. Mm. Um, So we we don't really, yeah, we've we've never eaten outside. Um, We're happy for the mess to go through the van. Um, It's part of life. You know, you're going to have spills on the couch and there's going to be pasta on the floor and that's just all part of it. Mm. Um, You can't let that stuff, you know... um, upset you in van life because it's just part of living it happens in a house and it's going to happen in a van mm-hmm. yeah in terms of eating outside it'd be just on your lap on the chair that's hey, it. Mom, yeah. but we did find too like we're always inside we'd either be escaping the elements of the heat or the mozzies or the cold so mm-hmm. for us it just worked to eat inside anyway yeah yeah, yeah. We can I suppose them. that's doing differently, hey? <laughs> well, that's definitely different to us because we we actually... We um, want to live outside. Our caravan yeah. isn't that big. It's only 15 foot and uh, we got a full ensuite inside that takes out <coughs> nearly a third of the space. Yeah. But um, we have option to eat inside, um, but I think most of our time will be spent outside as, as in taking the caravan... If the expanding elements. it a bit outside because it's too small <laughs> inside. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that goes anyway. That'll that'll adapt <laughs> as we get comfortable uh, with it. Flies will yeah, probably absolutely. overtake us and we'll be like, run inside. <laughs> yeah. Because we haven't done it really that much to yeah. know if it's going to work or not, mm. but we'll see. Yeah. And this is the thing, like in the name again, like we all do everything differently. Meal times are different. Um, caravan life's different. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, your kids and your family is, is just—it's so different. Yeah, and I think finding it's just, what works for you. Yeah, work it work. Like I was just going to say, yeah, working it out for your family, like you know, <clears throat> um, and that's why we love sharing these stories because there's so many different, and everyone mm. comes out and has the same, I had different story, but almost everyone has that same goal of just, just doing it and just, you know, going out there and just living that lifestyle, um, whether that be long-term or just a short-term to get that time with your family or um, as yourself, I guess, exploring, exploring Australia, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, Obviously you guys have done a bit of, like you said, around the coast and stuff. Are there some places or experiences that you just, you know, would uh, suggest for everyone to do or like that was your best experience? Oh, yeah, there's a quite a number of them around <laughs> Australia. How much time do we actually have? <laughs> yeah, you can uh, go. <laughs> Tell us all about I'll, it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, there's many places. I mean, you could start at the bottom of WA there, Sprints. There's so many mm. beautiful beaches down around there that you can just hang for days on. Yeah. And then, like, I guess along the WA coastline, Ningaloo Reef. That's insane. It's one of the best reefs I've ever seen in my life. How long did we spend in Exmouth in particular? Three months. About three months oh, in Exmouth wow. we spent. We didn't yeah. we didn't know how long we we're gonna stay. We were just we ended up there and then we're out about three months later we um, we had to move on. <laughs> you got so hooked. Was there something yeah. in particular about it that hooked you there? Um 
because I know you said before fishing. like you like the snorkeling <laughs> and the spear fishing and stuff like that. Is that something? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it was just that Ningaloo Reef. That's just crazy, and it's like you talk about South Lafroy. It's right on the Ningaloo Reef. Your your mm. caravans on the beach. You yeah. open your door, and there it is, right in front of your eyes. Yeah, and nice. Like I'd go for a snorkel with some mates. And then we'd be on the beach just, I don't know, having a coffee, <laughs> feed up with the kids just digging in the sand and playing in the water. Yeah. And you'd be, you'd be bringing dinner home like out of the ocean and cooking it that mm. night. And that was Perfect. on multiple occasions. Like it, it, that was just amazing. Yeah, we only went there for nine days and three months later we yeah. drove out mm. of the place. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's getting yeah. like, that's living, you yeah. know, because you're not thinking about what are you doing tomorrow. You just, Mm. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we like on that though. We're super lucky with um, our timing, timing of everything. Mm. Like we probably fluked it. We went, we sort of didn't really go over the top in our planning. We just day by day, week by week, mm. and just like Ningaloo Reef, if we booked everything, we wouldn't have spent that much time there. Mm. They've only spent you know a week, two weeks there, and then you're off to the next destination. Mm. It was yep. the same with Broome and stuff. Yeah. We went to Broome for a week. Three weeks later, we drove out of Broome. And and that's probably what we loved about the whole trip in general is just, you know, not planning things and just letting things happen. And if you enjoy a spot to stay longer and not having that mm. time restraint as such. Mm. Um, but, again, that, that worked for our family. It mightn't work for everyone, but um, we loved that. You guys have yeah, a plan. Yeah. Oh, you go. Sorry. I was going to say, put Kananara on your to-do list as well. There's some cool gorges and stuff up that way. Yeah. And then Adele's Grove. Oh, in Queensland, yeah. yeah that, that's was a, cool. That was a highlight for us, just to be um, canoeing through the gorges up there at Adele's Grove. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was stunning. Yeah, that's on the border of Queensland and Northern Territory pretty much. Lawn Hill, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Have you guys got any, like bucket list destinations still to go and see because I know you've gone the coastline is there ones you've missed and then do you want to go through the middle and see I guess Uluru and places like that oh 100% yeah that's Uluru, Tassie and um, Arnhem Land's the next yeah. few spots I definitely want to do up through that would be pretty cool we just sort of ran out of time with weather um, yeah. to do Arnhem Land and Uluru and stuff it was getting to the hot time and mm crazy season i guess what they call it up in darwin and stuff yeah so have you experienced some, some days of 47 degrees so that was uh definitely hot for us <laughs> you have an aircon yeah. in the van yes but we're off grid so it was mm. only running for a half an hour it wasn't set up quite exactly how we wanted it to be so that that's something we do differently we would definitely um change our setup with solar um, mm. to be able to run the aircon and that for a, a longer period of time. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. just find you swim in holes a lot more and longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so talking about your, your setup, what what what's different there? Well tell us any, about anything, it. Anything special, actually, yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. With our solar setup or oh, just, no, yeah, the whole the whole, whole setup, setup yeah, the car whole and what what do you have? Yeah, 
that's probably what we don't have. We don't have a lot <laughs> of what we saw out there on the road. Like we haven't got a canopy and we haven't got, you know, the awesome bar fridge in the back of the ute and stuff like that. Don't you think? Like, yeah, but our, our van suits, suits our needs majorly. Like, um, So we've got a expander outback, Jayco, and for the car we've got a Ford Ranger. Um, and the Jayco suited us for the club lounge. It's a slide out club lounge. Yep. So that just gains you so much space inside. Yeah. And then the expander, it's an expander with bunk beds. It's a rear and front expander. So the rear expander could turn into a little playroom if you're on somewhere for a long time. Mm. And the kids just wanted somewhere to chill out. Play Lego. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a sacrifice for adults a little bit, but mm. can't have everything, like expand yeah. the bed. Well, but. we are climbing over each other. We haven't got the island bed that we'd love, but, um, yeah. yeah, we did gain in other in other areas, so it did work for us. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, yeah, the I think it moves from cool. happy wife, happy life. It moves from, like, the kids happy, then <laughs> everyone's happy when you're, like, full That's time true. in each other's faces. So. Yeah, but then also you spend yeah. more time living during the day than you do sleeping. So if you can mm. sacrifice just climbing over each other when you're in the bed, then, you know, mm. you're only sleeping there and then you're living in the van. So you need more space living. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, both good. our setups have been really good though. We've definitely put them through the test. Like we went all the way to Cape, Gibb River Road, Lorella Springs, like any tough track or trail you can think of, the car and van was on. Yeah, and we got fogged a lot and we had to do a lot of recovery. <laughs> Make sure you got a winch. Winch, everyone needs a winch and a CB. And a CB, if yeah. you're going to do it 100% for safety, get a CB. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And a winch. I put a winch on thinking that was never going to happen. Never have to use it. It comes out a lot. Uh, yeah. It always happens like that, doesn't it? You think you're going to yeah. use it a lot. You put it in and then you never use it. And then you put one in. Nah, it's not going to be used. But then you do. <laughs> or you don't put it in and then you're like, I bet I should have had a winch now, right now. <laughs> no, so that's yeah. good we advice. We should get a winch. We need to get one, yeah. Because we, I mean, <laughs> we plan on going a lot of off-road, off-grid you know things as well we've yeah. got four by four got an off-road caravan we just <laughs> we don't have the winch no we need to get one <laughs> yeah, fine yeah. yeah with the off-road setup you'll push yourself in spots you never thought you'll ever drive your car mm. and van on so yeah it's pretty cool yeah good experience What's especially that? like south of Roy and stuff like that you're driving on the sand and yeah up top broomway like wa you're always on sand there's bits of Queensland the same you're driving on sand and stuff so. yeah so on the beach how would you I'm just I'm a lady so like how would you use the winch like in the sand would you then make like a bag under the sand and pull yourself out like that or there was one instance where we were helping someone else who was actually bogged um she was a solo traveler and she was in a bad way oh yeah and um there were no trees to winch off so we needed something to anchor off I and, found a tree root. Yeah, you dug. I dug under the sand into a tree root and wrapped it around the tree root and then that was the only way out. Yeah. Wow. wow. If, if we didn't have that winch, we wouldn't have got her out either because obviously sand, you're trying to pull a three-and-a-half-ton car out, you, your car just bogs in as well. So mm. you need that little bit of something. But otherwise, like, 
I've had friends that have had to dig their spare tyres into the sand and then winch themselves off their spare tyres. Yeah, because I've seen that. But they were out on their own and stuck. No one was near them. No phone reception, nothing. Mm. So it was his only way. Put his tyre in the sand and winch himself out slowly. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yes. <laughs> We've got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll need to, but we need the we need the tree root as well. Then, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, we'll find something. Uh, yeah, I guess um, always having maybe someone who goes with you when you know you're gonna go somewhere that's a bit tricky. Maybe you know, try and find someone that goes with you so that you're not by yourself is probably a good idea too. Um, yeah. You find um, you meet a lot of people on the road and you follow the same paths in the end anyway. So you keep bumping yeah. into them and you become friends that way as well. So yeah, it's yeah. always someone there. Yeah. And that's I think awesome. that's probably something that really surprised us too was the travel community out there and how amazing it is. You mm. know, all these like-minded people. Yeah. There were days on the beach where um, we'd stayed longer than we thought and people were offering to empty their water bladders you know, to fill us up with water or take our rubbish into town, pick up yeah. milk and bring it back to the beach. Like, it's just yeah, really it's beautiful. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's amazing. That, that's great stories. <clears throat> I mean, it's those kind of stories that give the people who we made, made this podcast for, like, encouragement to just hit the road and, you know, and go out there because it's obviously there are bad stories and we hear that over the news and stuff, but there's so many great people out there um, yeah. And I think we mm. need to spread more positivity like that and, you know, tell people. Oh, there's so, so many great people on the road. Yeah. It's awesome. It's the best best thing we found on the road was the people you meet. That's, yeah, 100%. They're all amazing. And everyone's in the same mind frame as you. So everyone's mm. positive and happy. And, and yeah. willing to share their tip or trick or, you know, have mm. you tried this? Have you seen this? Or... It's just, yeah. Oh, even nights where you share food, like, again, you're trying to stay longer in a location and someone's out of milk or someone's out of something. Everyone just shares their produce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you catch fish, bring it in onto the table. Generally, it yeah. would be in our club lounge. You'd all just put whatever you had together and make a meal of it. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Yeah. I love it. I look that's, forward to it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Very look forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess one thing that we always ask as well is, um, which people, I mean, like to know when they're listening as well, is kind of like, did you guys save to be able to do this? Are you working right now? Like, do you stop places? Or like, how do you obviously afford it? You've been on the road for 11 months. How do you afford it? Yeah. So I myself am a big saver and I've slowly got Simon on board to save over the years. I think now you've you've had a taste for it. I think you're going to remain a really good saver yeah. um, when you've got that thing to drive yeah. you towards it's a it. habit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did save. Um, we also picked up some caretaking roles. We might have to not just for save. money or anything, but just for um, free accommodation and stuff. Sorry, we'll be back we'll in just, a tick. Okay. We'll just get the kids okay. there for a second. We get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, dear. So have you got the one? We've got five, two. Five-year-old? No, two, two, okay, yeah. Yeah, the other one's three and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay, similar ages then. Yeah. Yeah, we've got the <laughs> similar age. Ours is okay. 10 and four and, 
Yeah. Ah, awesome. um, what were we saying? Yeah, so we picked up um, some caretaking roles on some stations. Mm-hmm. So that's where the farmers had to duck away for a few days and needed someone to run their station. Um, we did two of those in um, WA. Yep. So, again, mm. not a paid position, but um, they put you up with accommodation. Um, Free meat. Yeah, some meat, filled our freezer. Um, and, again, it was just an awesome way to meet the local community. And mm. um, one station stay in particular, we saw them trading, um, you know, honey for watermelon, um, yeah. cantaloupe for um, meat. Mate, like yeah, they trade and share things together it was beautiful yeah. to see yeah that was a highlight for us i think yeah. just seeing small communities like that in the outback yeah yeah helping each other yeah and i um, think it's a it's a whole different experience like it, it <clears throat> it's not just a traveling experience you actually experience a whole different side of actually australia because i mean why do we go and travel we want to experience australia and the beauty of it but having like and actually going into the communities going into like the farms where people actually work and seeing how they do it and yeah i think it's amazing pretty real yeah we loved it i think to answer and and like another answer to that question for people Mm -hmm. that are wanting to get on the road and think they don't have enough money to do it if they've got a little bit that can get them started there's so much work around australia it's insane like you can pick grapes, you can work at wineries, you can go work at these farm stays. You, Bakeries, cafes. If yeah. you're a tradie, there's that much tradie work out there or, yeah, there's just so much work out there. Like you could sustain, like live this lifestyle forever if you wanted to. We did meet a family that have been doing it for quite a long time and they work three months a year and then travel the rest. Three months, travel, three months, travel. Yeah. Top up the funds and then keep going. And they've been doing it for four years. I think that's right, isn't it? Four years. I think they've been on the road. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, and it it is. It's so easy if you just want to. Um, Some people might come back and they just have given up the money. But they, most most possibly it's just because they've probably been like, okay, it's enough now, (laughs) I think. Because I think there's definitely ways to keep going if you really Mm. want to keep going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I guess that comes into our next question. So... How, how long are you guys willing to go for? Is yeah, there, what's is there, the plan? What's the plan for? ahead? What are you I doing? know you don't plan, but what <laughs> yeah. is kind of yeah, the plan? What's the <laughs> well, for us, it's a little bit different. I'm back at work for a little bit now, so we're going to save a load of money again and do plan. it all the same way we did it this time around. So. Plan that centre trip, yeah. So we can do through the centre, Arnhem Land and Tasmania and stuff. Yeah, okay. So, back, so working, back working, making some money again. Mm. But, um, so, so still living in the van down at Ocean Grove, though. <laughs> working a bit now so you can save up and then do another big, big trip. Like you said, that those other people work three months and then they enjoy the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good. So are you we're essentially up in- doing that, just in your hometown. Yeah, so are you parked up like a fam? Oh, sorry, maybe I missed it. Are you parked up at like family or are you in a um, caravan park? or a, a mix of both, but at the moment we're in a caravan park, yeah, yeah. locally to work. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Mm. 
we are definitely doing it differently. I like hearing this whole podcast, and, <laughs> you know, just hearing different ways of doing everything. And um, I guess, is there any advice that you would, I know that it might be, you know, that it works for your family, but maybe there's just some basic advice that you could give other people that are tra- traveling already, um, but also the ones who are thinking of going and kind of just need that bit of push to help them. I think we've said it ever at start. Things one's keeping it simple. Yeah. Um, two, don't put pressure on yourself to be places and and like just I guess enjoy the what you're doing because we have seen people not quite um, do their twelve months like they've wanted to. They've it wasn't for them and they went home pretty early. We probably met three three families. I think that was. Some were only three months into their trip and said, came over and said, "How do you, how do you both enjoy this? Like, what's some tips to keep us on the road? We're finding it really hard." Um, so yeah, just be kind to yourself that some days aren't all sunshine and rainbows. They're not all great, um, but you just got to embrace the good elements of of every day. I think. Yeah, I think that's very important to to know is that it's not all glitz and glamour yeah, it's camping it's, you know it's not the instagram photos and the stuff that everyone well that some people share that that i mean it is nice and that's why we share yeah. them um but there are but there are days that are you know it's it's dark it's and it's raining and it's yeah you you know it's yeah yeah absolutely i mean today's one of them we're in victoria we're not in wa with beaches and beautiful weather um uh, it's raining outside <laughs> The kids are on their bunk bed watching a movie, which we don't, we're not good at doing. We're not yeah. good at sitting still and doing that. But yeah. it's a day that I suppose you can try and find a positive, catch up on some washing and some odd jobs. And um, when the sun is shining, get back out there. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. For you, Emily, is there like any um, like teacher type of tips and things that you share or things I know that you share on your social media you do a lot of and, like uh, tips and, and, and things is there <clears throat> in particular obviously with your trade is there any like teaching because I, I know a lot of mums uh, or parents in general asking a lot of questions mm. about helping their kids and stuff well, is we're there asking something, the questions so. <laughs> is there something yeah. that you share like in, t- in terms of tips and stuff um, on your social media that they can look out for is that with in regards to school? Oh, I mean that as oh. well. But um, I mean anything parenting. I think teachers are sometimes like the best yeah. teachers in life and everything. <laughs> so I think um, I don't know. I, I will continue to share more tips because I have found a lot of people are interested in those little tips, like how we hang mm. our shoes or where we store our shoes, um, mm. where you store clothes and things. But um, the teaching side of it, um, I don't know. What do, I... what do you do differently? Stuff I don't like know. This. Yeah, things like that, like letters on the wall, make a word wall. Or if um, you're cooking, you'll get Billy to help with numbers on the cooking machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, the kids love getting and helping cooking, yeah. Um, even if they write, you know, they pretend to write a bit of the recipe and just practice handwriting, um, mixing, stirring, all those kind of things, cutting the cutting the cake up into pieces, um, just being hands-on with whatever you're doing. Our kids are in there doing what we're doing. Mm. Yeah. And if they're drawing, you'll get them to write a story beside their drawing. Yeah. And, I mean, he's only prep, but, you know, you can scale that up if, if you've got mm. older kids. But, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Um, I guess the only question we have left is to give our listeners and viewers a bit of like um, your handles where they can find you guys to go and follow your journey and support you guys as well on your journey. We're on Instagram um, at doing it differently. Differently has got three F's because we are doing it differently. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that's us. Yep. Amazing. Easy. Yeah, easy. Just on Instagram <laughs> and people can, yeah, guys, go and follow Emily and Simon because I've already, um, you know, found so many tips and advice on their page and I know that you all will get a lot of value on there as well. Thanks so much, Simon and Emily, for joining us. Thanks, Thanks guys. Us. Enjoy. Thank you for listening to another awesome episode of Travelling Friends of Oz. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know how much you like the podcast by rating it in order to help it reach more listeners across Australia. The podcast is a non-for-profit, so we appreciate all the support. Please also share the podcast on your socials by tagging Travelling Friends of Oz as we are on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. These links are in the description below. And remember to subscribe as there are many more stories yet to be told. Travellers listening to this, if you want to be featured on the podcast, get in contact with us. We would love to share your story with other travelling friends of ours.